This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. For hundreds of years... Anthropologists have studied the social relationships of human beings, and none have been more confounding than what they call the different strokes effect. Get it? Meet Jade Gulliver, a charmingly low maintenance, amicable sci fi fan and avid podcaster, and David Lim, a top model strutting, goldfish loving. Walking jukebox. So, can you handle the difference? Get ready for different strokes. This is Different Strokes on Joy 94.9 with Jade and Dave. Jade, have you ever been to like one of those, you know, clothing stores or whatever and the retail staff kind of flirts with you gently and, and you kind of think, okay, you want a sale, I know this, but I'm also liking it. No. That's never happened to you before? No. No. I don't Come get on. flirted with. Really? No. Okay, maybe not at clothing stores, but you went to Hooters in America. Yeah. And you got some female attention. Surely you did. Well, but that was just because of an accent. It wasn't because of, <laughs> you know, or, you know, they're used to, like, their whole job revolves around actually talking to people and, you know, people coming back because, or, you know, mostly men, coming back because <laughs> they want the, you know, they want the female attention of some lady sitting there while they eat their chicken wings. Yeah, well, I, I think that's all part of the service. Yeah. See, I went into um, a clothing store, which I will not name because I don't want you guys to think that we're giving them promo or anything. Yeah. But... The staff there were really friendly. Yeah. You know, and it's a massive chain kind of store situation. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's something that's communicated to all staff across the board, but I stepped into this one store and the guys were really like, you know, friendly with me. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, kind of skater boy looking kind of guys. So this is kind of giving you an indication of where I was shopping. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of skater boy looking guys. And, you know, like one of them came up and said, oh, I like your top. And the other one came up and said, like my hair. And the other one said, like my headphones. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, boys, you can do this all day long. It's fine. I'm so that's ha- where you're getting your uh, ego boost these days. Just <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hang out at a particular branch at a particular clothing store yeah. so they can tell me how good my entire outfit looks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm surprised that, you know, you don't get it from time to time. No. No? No. Something has to be done. You get attention from the dentist, the dental assistant. (laughs) That's the kind of places you get love from. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Joy 94.9. Now, Jade, this week you've been very busy planning a social event, which is not very much like you. I need to tell you guys that Jade doesn't really do big social gathering-y things, especially the planning side of it. Mm -mm. Yeah. I would prefer, I mean, I would prefer not to have to organise parties, but... 
you know, I'm in a relationship with someone who every fibre of her being is about being. I love your a girlfriend party for that. I love your girlfriend for that because she throws the best parties. But you have to be involved yes. um, in this one because this is a big one. Your girlfriend's American mm-hmm. and we are celebrating Thanksgiving yep. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Now, it is big for a number of reasons because, well, first of all, Thanksgiving, American, you do the math. You yep. know, it, it means a lot to your girlfriend and we love it because there's heaps of food. Yeah. And seriously, over time, Dave, it has become like, you know, the, we were having a conversation. We've been planning for it all week. We're like, you know, I've been moving furniture, cleaning oh. up, all of that kind of stuff. There's like, you know, each night my girlfriend's taking me through the list of the stuff that we have to do in the lead up to. And Hang uh, on. She's got a checklist yeah. to, you know, of things to accomplish every night leading up to the well, party. And yeah, and what's left to buy and what, you know, and then what needs to be done, you know, what needs to be done tonight, what needs to be done tomorrow night, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and... She she said to me, oh, I think maybe next year we might need to like hire a separate venue because <gasps> <laughs> because we've got too many people. Her parties are taking off. That's yeah. what's happening. But seriously, <laughs> it's like the type of party now where people are asking me about like where's my Thanksgiving invitation. <laughs> I didn't realize that you you girls have gotten to a stage where you feel like you're over capacity. <laughs> <laughs> You're selling out your Thanksgiving <laughs> party spaces. Yeah. That is that is so crazy. But um, what's so so interesting is that isn't it bring a plate? That's what I saw. It is bring a plate. Yes. So how you how do you even? This is what's tricky for me. Whenever people are throwing parties where you know their guests are asked to bring a plate, how do you kind of work it out so that fifteen people don't bring chicken wings? Well, people generally say, oh, I'm thinking about making this. What do you think? Have I told you what I'm thinking of making? No. I, th- I thought I did ages ago. Well, maybe you did. But I, I probably changed my mind since then. I'm bringing chicken wings. Oh, you're bringing chicken wings. Yeah, but I'm going to make my own. It's yeah. going to be spectacular. I'm a big fan of chicken wings. Oh, this is like, this is this is whole other level. Like, yeah. the colonel will sue me for this. Like, it's <laughs> going to be so good. I've, I haven't made it before, yeah. but I have this idea in my head. I don't want to give anything away, but I have this idea in my head, and I'm going to come through with the best chicken wings ever. We're going to have to post some pictures on our um, Facebook and Twitter. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm drooling just thinking about it. <laughs> Way to talk it up, Dave. <laughs> Way to talk it up. It might just be Wicked Wings from KFC. <laughs> How is it going to compete with the Thanksgiving food? <laughs> you say that it's about pop artist with character. Pop, pop artist with character. Forget what you've heard. I do listen to Strummy Lala music, as I like to call it. Get ready for a different Sturt's take on music. Jade, I am so excited to present this week's Music Pick of the Week because... I can't talk enough about this girl band. They really are the British girl band of the moment, Little Mix. Mm-hmm. They're not like Saturdays or Parade oh, or... No, no, no. The Saturdays are so yesterday. And yes, definitely pun intended. Okay. Parade. Oh, I don't feel like they've crossed over just yet because Little Mix, I don't know if you know this, Jade, but we played their um, official first single, Wings, on our show ages before the record company here decided to release it in Australia. Mm-hmm. And when it finally did, you know what? It made top three. Okay. It made top three like the other week or something. So it's going really well for these girls. They came over to Australia for a little promo visit. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got mad fans here that are already gagging for the album. So the album's called DNA, which comes out on Friday. And my music pick of the week is actually the title track 
which also happens to be the second single mm-hmm. on the album. Jade, it's very different to Wings because uh, if you remember, Wings is, you know, it's, it's very sassy, it's very summery, it's got horns. Uh, that, that track kind of sounds like a Ricky Lee single from like seven years ago, five, seven years ago. But DNA sounds very current. It, it's a totally different side to the girls altogether. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a little darker. It's got a sinister electro pop vibe to it. A lot of people have compared it to Katy Perry's E.T. So it's got that mid-tempo vibe. Mm -hmm. But what I'm really impressed with DNA is actually the vocals. You know, the vocals are still center stage with these girls. So in the breakdown, and this is quite interesting, in the breakdown, there's like a kind of girls choir a cappella happening, you know, which I don't hear a lot of girl bands doing these days. You know, a lot of them, you know, seem to be preoccupied with just kind of everybody getting their lead vocals in the track. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of harmonizing happening, I notice, (laughs) you know. So I'm I'm quite impressed that Little Mix have taken the time, taken the effort to harmonize and and make a point of drawing people, drawing people's attention to that, if you will, you know. So DNA is the new single. Two of the band's best singers, Jade, have got the lead in the verses. So I'm quite pleased with that as well. So mm-hmm. there's Perry, the blonde one, and then there's Jesse, the curvier one. Now they both have fantastic voices. Absolutely fantastic. Is that their official titles? The blonde one and the curvy one? Oh, <laughs> Is this like a Spice Girls thing? Or? <laughs> Ginger, sporty, scary. No, no, no. That's just how I've decided to, you know, uh, get people familiarised. Because you don't know them by first name basis just yet. They, no. they only just started. So yeah. I kind of have to pick on characteristics and, and kind of draw people to that because there really is only one curvy one in the group and there's really only just one blonde one in the group. Mm-hmm. So they all auditioned as individuals for the UK X Factor and they didn't make it as solo artists. So I feel like, you know, they, they were put together in a group, yes, but those two, they could hold their own. Yeah. They could definitely hold their own. So it's no surprise. Don't be suggesting that, Dave. They'll go off and they'll have a solo <laughs> career and then they'll put some new people into Little Mix and then you won't be able to have to come up with new names for them. Yeah, and I can't call that one the blonde one unless they replace the blonde one with another blonde, blonde one. one. And the curvy one with another curvy one. Yes, because that's how you do it. That's how the sugar babes have always done it, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you learn from the best. Yeah. <laughs> Jade, your girlfriend gave you a bit of a talking to this week about mm-hmm. doing grown-up activities. Mm-hmm. Now, you're a woman in her early 30s. Yes, I am in my early 30s now. You, you, you know, you think you'd know a thing or two about acting grown up and doing grown up <laughs> things, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So so what were you called out on? Well, so, I, Dave, I, you know, went shopping. I didn't get flirted with like you did. <laughs> um, but I bought some new work clothes and uh, my girlfriend said afterwards, well, she sat me down and said, you know, Jade, now that you've got these new clothes, it means that you might have to like take stuff to the dry cleaners. Hang on a minute. Dry cleaners? Yeah, because she was, you know, she's always on at me because, you know, my shirts are crinkled, you know, I don't tuck in, all of that kind of stuff. You know, I'm a bit more casual. I'm not the tuck in, you know, neatly pressed type. Mm. And she was saying with my new clothes, I needed to go to the dry cleaners and get it done. But I was like, "Mm." can't you just do it, woman? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and between that and my mom telling me I'm not allowed to wear Converse anymore because I'm getting too old. (gasps) No, you got... got told to not wear Converse? Yeah. Since when do Converse have an age limit? I didn't think they did. I stopped wearing Converse when I, you know, turned 21, but th- that's no reflection on you, Jade. I mean, you're, you're free to wear Converse until you're 75 if you wish. Yeah. I just don't find them very comfortable, but... 
to be told these things, yeah. I think it's really hard. I well, think it's really hard. And you just had your birthday not too long ago. Yeah, like, you know, about a month ago it was my birthday. So I had that moment, you know, I'm obviously sort of creeping up and, you know, I'm being, I like to think that I'm an adult. I'm really <laughs> responsible. You know, I do the dishes and stuff. It's just stuff you like. You fire up the barbie at your house parties. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you clean up under the couch and everything. I know how to work a washing machine. <laughs> That's a lot of grown-up activity, yeah. Jane. I can't believe you're having this stern talking to but I myself I don't dry clean anything now I have this really nice jacket Mm -hmm. um, that really ought to be dry cleaned but I just kind of put it in the tumble wash or something yeah and then again I can't blame anyone if it comes out all busted and crusted I don't think it's a real thing you don't think dry cleaning is a real thing? Well, I don't know. I've never seen what happens there. I want to know. <laughs> it's like a, it's like Narnia. You know, you kind of walk through the other side and it's just a whole new wonderland. Yeah. Who knows what these dry cleaners are doing with our clothes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joy 94.9. Jade, we're looking at the best and worst of 2012 mm-hmm. because, you know, next week is like the last week of November and before you know it's going to be December yeah. and, and then will be the end of the world as the Mayans predicted. So, <laughs> I don't think that's true. You don't think that's going to happen? No. No, we better. And I'm, get- and I'm a big X file, and that was the end of end of times in in X Files world too. And you don't even buy that? No. Gosh, if Mulder and Scully, you know, said it a- to be true, and I don't believe it. You must be some kind of skeptic. I am. Yeah. Such a Scully. Such a Scully. <laughs> now, Jade, um, looking at the best and worst of 2012, you have picked to be the best of the year as political memes. Yeah. You know, just in general. Well, well, yeah, and I know that, I mean, I'm not going to say, like, totally the best, but just, I guess, noticing the influx of these political memes. We had the advantage, Dave, of this year was the US presidential election, and it seems like it was the campaign that never ended. (laughs) But out of each stage of the campaign, there were new elements to it. The first sort of political meme that sort of came to prominence was text from Hillary. Dave, do you remember that one? I am so wild about that Tumblr blog text um, from Hillary. In case you guys don't know what it's about, basically it's just this picture of Hillary Clinton on the phone. Just kind of looked like she was texting on her mobile phone. Yeah. Just sitting at the desk texting. But um, (laughs) they've kind of rendered it to all sorts of different situations by juxtaposing a picture of Hillary and, you know, another celebrity or another, uh, another, like a screen cap of some other TV show or whatever. Yeah. So, and they kind of create these scenarios as if Hillary's texting them or they are texting Hillary and she's responding. Yeah. It's that there's some crazy stuff in there. It's pretty funny. It's, it's great. Uh, and didn't go past its time. They actually met the people who created it, met Hillary and did the, their own version of text with Hillary. And, and yeah, isn't it funny that Hillary Clinton actually met up with these bloggers, they had yeah. a photo together and then that's when they decided, no, it's it's time to retire the blog. Yeah. You know, it do, it doesn't get bigger than actually texting with Hillary. <laughs> Uh, some other ones from the U.S. election um, was uh, remember Flag Girl when Obama took care of his uh, consent when he uh, made his speech to say yes I've been elected. There was the girl with the flag in her hair at the back. No, oh, how that, do I not know this? Yeah, she had a, a flag sticking out of her hair and then it's sort of waving in the breeze. There was Clint Eastwood and his empty chair speech that then went viral. So he made a, a speech at the. Republican National Convention. Uh, there was Romney and his uh, binder full of women. Um, there was Big Bird and his unemployment check. Um, 
Uh, there was Obama being cute with kids. So, you know, I think we talked about that a couple of weeks ago where Obama was like chasing little kids around the White House and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and there was one that's just started recently, Dave, that was Obama is not impressed. Oh, my goodness. This which, one's the funniest. Yeah, which is Michaela Moroni during the um, Olympics this year. She's a US gymnast. She had this look on her face that was not impressed mm. because uh, she, she didn't. Would- win yeah she, she, she kind of had like her lips scrunched up to a side and yeah. was kind of mm, looks yeah. like she was sassing somebody yeah. off and it became a meme and then she recently took a photo with obama he gets he's now got his own blog called obama is not impressed so obama was pulling the face with her yeah for the photographers that's kind of cute i mean you're setting yourself up for a tumblr blog right there oh totally and that's what i love about it dave it's like people are participating in politics now like it's you know it's not just the media view of what's going on and we saw that too here with um the way that julia gillard's uh speech her, yeah her misogyny speech. speech went viral and it sort of took off even outside of australia you know most people wouldn't have even known really who Julia Gillard was before that point. So, yeah. Yeah, it's really, you know, the power of the internet and politics now. I think it's a global affair. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with Twitter. That's where all the politigays go. Yeah. Tumblr. (laughs) Tumblr as well. Yeah. (laughs) Joy. Joy. 94.9. Now, Jade, it's time for your app review, which, you know, is something a lot of, you know, our strokers out there anticipate on every week. Mm -hmm. This week, your app of choice is called Z-Box. Yes, it's called Z-Box. I decided, Dave, to talk about this one because uh, it launched in Australia this week. It's been around for quite a while. Um, It's a UK social TV application. So basically what it is, is uh, while you're watching TV, there's all kinds of different features. So you can, uh, there's like a TV guide. Um, you can set up viewing parties with your TV friends. So hang on, does this go on your phone or on your on fancy your TV? It's on your phone. Okay. You can actually go through and see what's sort of happening on Twitter and Facebook around what's being said about those shows that are on TV. Uh, and then you can actually buy products through this thing. So, you know, you can actually say, oh, yeah, I saw that advertised or, you know, let's get, you know, that product from that show or whatever. So that's what Z-Box does. It just launched in Australia this week and at the moment um, there's a partnership with Channel 10. It's interesting, Dave, because um, have you heard about Fango? I have heard about Fango because yep. that's like Channel 7's own thing that they've incorporated like Yahoo or something into it and uh, yeah. it's like social media. Yes. So is this Channel 10's answer to Fango? Well, it, but it's not actually Channel 10's platform. No, they've just Channel 10 has just partnered, partnered with, with them. It. Uh, and Nine has a platform called Jump In. I don't know if you've heard of that either. What's with these flop things happening? Yeah. And it's interesting, <laughs> Dave, because like it, what, what I find interesting is that a lot of TV conversation is happening on Twitter. This is obviously an attempt for that to then be channeled into this new system that somehow has some interaction that is controlled by mainstream media. I always find it interesting when old media tries to, you know, they're trying to figure it out. What are the parameters here? What can I do? If I set up this app, will people start talking about our show in this app and not on Twitter you know, yeah, but okay, kind of, so it's really interesting because they're obviously looking at it from a business perspective. How can I capitalize on all this hype and all these people watching, like, I don't know, um, X, Factor. X Factor and all the Q&A, Q&A. Is a famous example. Yeah, yeah. so I, I find it interesting that they're trying to take some element that is 
so clearly thriving on Twitter and trying to, you know, put their own uh, dollar spin on it. Yeah, and if, uh, that, obviously, I mean, that's where the... Do people actually use these things? That's well, my question. I, I'm, not a, I'm not drawn to it. I haven't... I mean, the fact that we haven't even really heard of Jump In, you know, probably says it all. Uh, and Is Channel 9 even promoting it? I haven't even seen any promos for I that. I think the promotion actually happened during the Olympics, and I don't oh. know if they've, you know... Being honest, Dave, I'm not much of a free-to-air watcher anyway, but... I just I don't know why there's sort of this uptake of people are already feeling overwhelmed. There's you know they've got a Twitter and they've got a Facebook or whatever. When new social networks happen, they actually have to offer something different. You know, like Tumblr has made hmm. made a space in the market because of their they can actually offer gifts and you know that sort of meme stuff. So for Zbox though, which is an app that you get on your phone, so you're, you're, it's meant to be catered to, well, it's meant to be attached to like what? Free to air TV sh- TV networks in Australia. Yes. So it, it does have, you know, I mean, if you need an easy way to get a TV guide, yeah, I found that, that easy. I think Mama Lim would go for that. Yeah. She's always nagging me to get the Sunday papers or something. And it'll say what's on now and you can see the little descriptions of what's happening right okay. now. Okay. Well, yeah. maybe Mama Lim should get like a smartphone. She can get Zbox and that way she can, you know, stop killing trees. And before you know it, she Z-boxing. She's Z-boxing and she'll tell all her friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.